Writer Media Group Original. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Versed Podcast. My name is John. Thanks for joining me in this daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says. Today, we're reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 1 to 17. Let's do it. Hey, so today we're going to be continuing our study in John 13, um, the study of Jesus washing the disciples' feet at the Last Supper. This isn't something that has taken a deep study. It's very simple and beautiful, but as I did study it, I noticed there were several reflections that came out of these 17 verses. So this is actually part two of the series, What's With the Foot Watching. I encourage you, if you haven't yet, actually go back and listen to the first part um, so that you can get a better context for what we're talking about today. We're diving into the passage, like I said, in the book of John that documents Jesus washing the disciples' feet at the Last Supper. We're going to read the same passage, John 13, verses 1 to 17, that we did yesterday. Uh, We'll do that tomorrow as well, because this is a three-part series. Um, But we're going to have a different reflection for each one. The reflection yesterday was about the specifics of and the significance of Jesus taking his outer garments off, putting a towel on, and um, washing the disciples' feet and that getting dirty, and then putting his garments back on, and the significance of that being um, Jesus um, removing his glory, taking on human form, becoming a servant, taking on our sins like he was about to do on the cross, and then taking his uh, seat back with God the Father and putting his glory back on. Really beautiful. That's in the uh, first part of this episode. So like I said, make sure you listen to that one. Today, we're going to be looking at the significance of Peter's reaction and response to Jesus washing his feet. So before we get into that, we're going to do our our brief historical and biblical context. We are in the Gospel of John. There's a lot of evidence that points to John, the son of Zebedee, being the author of this book. He was an eyewitness to Jesus and his ministry. He had a close relationship with him. He was present at the Last Supper. He was present when Jesus appeared after his resurrection. They were very close, and scholars suggest John wrote this book sometime between 65 and 98 A.D. Most people or scholars, not just random people, but most scholars believe this was written in the 80s at some point. John's message to his readers was for them to know Jesus and to be as close to him as he was. To only know Jesus for heaven tomorrow is to miss the joy of heaven in a relationship with Jesus today. That's kind of the point of the Gospel of John. Chapter 13 Uh, It actually marks the beginning of the farewell discourse in Jesus's ministry. So it's like the beginning of the end. These were the final teachings that Jesus gave to his disciples in the upper room after the Passover supper. So uh, we're going to read together. So prepare to hear John chapter 13 verses 1 to 17. I'll be reading from the ESV. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, 
rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you don't understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was about to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Sometimes things in our lives just don't make any sense. (laughs) And um, sometimes God is saying, you don't understand now, but you will, just like he did with Peter. So many of us want to understand the why things happen, right? And so in this conversation with Peter, Jesus is appealing to Peter's faith. And Peter doesn't really tolerate that, does he? Peter doesn't like when he doesn't understand. This is so um, relatable. This is us. I will follow you wherever you go as long as you tell me where we're going. (laughs) Peter, as he grows as, as a person and a minister does eventually change when he goes through his own hardship. And the books that Peter wrote are such a beautiful testimony. I encourage you to read first Peter and second Peter, but I have to say, I love Peter so much um, throughout Jesus's ministry, because on one hand he makes me laugh a lot. (laughs) Um, His boldness. Um, I I don't necessarily laugh at his expense, but I think He makes me laugh because of his responses to what Jesus does and what others do. It's just so raw and honest and real and out there for us to see. It's almost like Peter's actions are there so that Jesus can respond to it and it can be documented of sometimes what not to do or how to think. Um, Anyway, it's just so relatable to so many of us. That's why I wanted to make uh, Peter's response and Jesus' response to Peter its own reflection today. So anyway, Jesus is going around washing feet and Peter says, you're never going to wash my feet. And it's interesting because here's Peter saying, Jesus, you're too, you're too high and mighty. You will never do this. I cannot let you do this. And Jesus says, if I don't, you're not going to share with me. And then what is Peter's response? You, you would think he would keep going, right? But he actually gives up the fight very quickly. Peter is strong-willed but he's not stubborn. So Peter says, forget the foot wash, give me a shower. (laughs) And Jesus's assurance is that once one has bathed, they only need 
the feet washed. And that's a symbolism of salvation. Once you are saved, you don't need to be saved again, but you do need to address the dirty areas of your life so that you remain clean. To maintain our closeness and our relationship with the Lord, we have to regularly come to him in a posture of repentance and humility and confession for what has made us filthy and dirty, our sins. If we confess our sins, and I quote scripture, he's faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if you are a Christian defined as one who believes in Jesus and what he's done for you by dying on the cross to cleanse you from your sins and rising again, if you believe that, you have been bathed from head to ankle. And because of his goodness and because he wants to be close to you and because he loves you, Jesus can cleanse you daily from your sin in this metaphorical foot washing. How are you doing? Do you need the shower? Do you need the covering? How dirty are your feet? Do you need your feet washed? Come to him. He's waiting for you. This is the time in our podcast where I set aside a minute to reflect on what was revealed. Maybe some time to pray. And I would encourage you to reflect on on those questions. Do you need to come to him and have your feet washed, metaphorically speaking? Do you need to ask for forgiveness for your sins and repentance? I know that that is at least a daily practice um, for me. So I bet it is for you too. Let's take the time to, to do that and then we'll come back on the other side. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast today. I don't take it for granted that you've taken a few minutes out of your day to listen um, to me. <laughs> um, it's 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 awesome. I hope you're experiencing the same hope and encouragement and fortitude that that I'm getting out of spending just some time with the Word of God. Um, it's really cool because I, I see more and more people listening to the podcast, and the podcast is growing and growing really quickly, and I'm so grateful for that. I do want to pass along to you if you want resources to dive deeper into your own studies, I definitely encourage you to do that and not necessarily take my word for it. I've listed all the resources I use to study the Bible in the episode notes as well as a link to my social media if you want to 
connect there. Or if you have any questions, want to dive deeper into something, you can connect um, in the show notes. And the last thing I'd love to request, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and a review in um, Apple Podcasts specifically, because that's kind of where a majority of the listeners come from. And Apple's algorithm will allow more people to see the Verse podcast if you leave a written review in Apple Podcasts. So if you wouldn't mind doing that for me, that would be amazing, amazing. Love you all. Make hope louder today. We'll talk tomorrow.